0: I want you to read something with me in Matthew chapter 13, starting with verse 10. Now look at this. Jesus has been talking them. Look at verse 9. He says, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Have you ever seen the scripture where the Lord says they have ears, but they don't hear? Now what that means is, is that everybody can hear the word of God. Everybody can hear the, the word of God, but when he says, have ears to hear, that means don't just hear the words, but understand how powerful these words are, because these are not just religious words, these are words that if you understand the power of them, it will change your life. Can I have an amen? if you understand how powerful it is it will change your life now look at the next verse and the disciples came to him and said why do you speak to them in parables you're telling stories and he answered and said to them because it has been given to you you who are believers in Yeshua you who have been through Jesus grafted in To the promises, the covenant power of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, you who have been adopted into the power and the promises of Israel, it has been given to you, now look at this next word, to know, to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Now watch this, this is such a powerful verse. But to them, it's not been given. Now look at me. The Word of God works whether you're saved or not saved. It works. Okay? If a sinner, if, I, 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 and I hate that word, if someone who has not been born again, someone who has not received Jesus as their Savior, if they give money away, they're going to get money. It's going to work whether they're saved or not saved. If a, if a, if a believer falls off a roof and a, someone who's not saved falls off a roof, the laws of gravity work the same. The difference is when we hit the ground, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen? The power of words... You know, the Bible says to meditate on God's Word day and night. The word meditate means to see it and to say it. It means to envision. If your children are not saved, God forbid, but let's say your children are not saved. You need to close your eyes and envision them in church lifting their hands and praising God. You need to see the promises of God. You need to say the promises of God. Me and my family are going to serve God. I'm going over, not under. I'm going to be the head and not the tail. I'm going to be the lender, not the borrower. you got to see it and say it. Somebody say amen. Amen. So many times you hear the world say, or the Christian world say, don't dream too big. No, dream big. Because God will do exceedingly abundantly above anything you can ask or think. Can I have an amen? Amen. So you got to dream big. But look what it says here. It says in verse 12, for whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Now, if we don't understand the Jewish concept of this verse, we're not, that doesn't sound fair. That sounds like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Doesn't it? I mean, I always heard it: whoever has, more will be given. And whoever does not have, what he has will be taken away and given to him who has. But it's not ta- it is talking about money. But it's talking about money. It's talking about health. It's talking about a good family. It's talking about what's he really talking about? He's talking about he who has ears to hear the wisdom of God. Now look at me. The word of God, if you'll hear it, will change your life. God said, I've come to you. College education, grade school education, no education. I've come to reveal to you the mysteries of how the kingdom of heaven works. And to him who has knowledge... And once knowledge, I'm going to give you more. But if you don't want knowledge, even the knowledge you have, I will take away. I won't waste it. I'll give it to somebody else. How many want the knowledge of God so you can hear the mysteries of the kingdom? Let me put it this way. How many want to learn how to make this thing work? All we have to do is be open to knowledge... So that God can explain to us the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Can I show you something? Go with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 and I'm going to show you a mystery of the kingdom of God. That, that if, if we'll hear it and we'll do it, it will change Every area of your life. Do you have Mark chapter 4? Look at verse 23. Everybody in this building is going to hear what I have to say. Everybody watching the television program. Everybody watching around the world by stream or by our program is going to hear what I'm going to say out of the word of God. But only those who decide to have ears to do it will understand the mysteries of the kingdom. If you have ears, shout amen. amen. All right. Now look at this. If anyone has ears, let him hear. And he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use it, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has to him... That he uh, will be given. i got written on my Bible so much I can't hardly read it. But whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away. Now, didn't we just study that before? Okay, what's he talking about? Thank you. Thank you. He's talking about knowledge and wisdom. If you have knowledge and you want more knowledge, my people destroy it for what reason? If you have knowledge... And you want more knowledge, God will give you knowledge. And that knowledge, that truth, will set you free. Now let me give you a great mystery in the kingdom. Look at verse 26. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. And should sleep by night and rise by day. And the seed should sprout and grow. He uh, be himself, he himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain, what's the next word? Ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And he said, to what shall we liken the kingdom of God or with what parable shall we picture it? Now look what he's saying here. This is used a lot of times with money, and it's true, and I'm not talking about money, but it, it, it's used, this scripture here is used a lot with money, and it is true. Everybody wants a harvest, but you have to plant seed in order to get a harvest. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, I'm not, I'm not preaching on giving. I'm preaching on something totally different, but when you hear this, And you hear the scripture used by preachers on television or in churches or whatever. It's true. It's true. You cannot get a harvest if you don't plant seed. A lot of people say, Pastor, as soon as my harvest comes in, I'm going to sow seed. Anybody here ever been a farmer? Do you wait for your harvest to come in before you plant? You have to plant. Tiz says it all the time. You don't plant from your harvest. You plant. Now, doesn't that make sense? So I'm not negating this. This is, this, this does what it means. This does mean that. But what you've got to understand is what he's talking about here is more than just planting seed of money, but he's talking about planting seed of words. Now, remember what we taught last week when God said, be not deceived. God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that also shall he reap. Now listen to the scripture. Listen to this. A man sows a seed. Yes, it could be finances, but he's also talking about words. A man speaks words. He goes to sleep and he wakes up the next day and wonders, where did this come from? Now, where did this come from? Could be a blessing or it could be a problem. No harvest grows accidentally. Weeds grow accidentally, but no harvest grows accidentally. So a man g- so seed. This scripture is teaching us a great mystery of the kingdom of God that you and I, if we'll hear with ears to understand, it will positively change your life. God said, be not deceived. I will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, when he wakes up, that's what he's reaping. What's he reaping? He's reaping exactly what he sowed. If you have ears to hear this, it will absolutely change your mind. A man sows seed, a man speaks seeds with his mouth, and whatever seed he sowed, that harvest comes up. Let me give you an example. One of the reasons I decided to teach this this week is when I got, I've been up in Canada where, you know, we didn't have any television or anything. I was up there for, for three or four days. And when I, when I uh, got into Seattle, my cell phone was back on and everything. I'd heard that a bunch of ministries were being attacked. You know, it's sad that the world wants to attack ministries. But you got to understand, America is in a bad spiritual place. our our media our universities are so ungodly that they'll attack preachers but they'll they'll invite the president of iran who cuts people's heads off and give him a standing ovation don't believe the media i'm going over to this side don't believe the media but listen to me, listen, the devil, you know, if the devil came in into church or the devil got on television and he's got a red, red long underwear on, big hunchback and horns on his head, and pus coming out of his eyes. <laughs> Don't listen to Brother Copeland. Don't listen to Craflo. We'd go, that's the devil. But the devil comes on television wearing a suit. Wearing a dress. You've got to understand, the devil will use any means to stop the teaching of faith and the Word of God. Can I have any men? Yeah. So we understand that, but what's really tragic is when the church, which is divided between the faith camp and the non-faith camp, Jumps on the bandwagon we need to understand that God says My kingdom is divided or a kingdom that's divided. My kingdom shall not stand Amen So we need to understand that we don't partner with the world when they attack ministries We get behind the ministries And begin to pray that God's hand will guard them, guide them, protect them, and cover them. Now, watch this. Because you don't, you don't get to the top climbing on somebody's body. Why do we gossip? Why do we slander? Why do we talk about each other? Because what we're trying to do is kill someone. So we can climb to the top on their carcass. But you got to understand, God never honors that. If you've got your Bible in Romans 1. It says, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness. We already talked about this, but I want to read it again. Full of envy. Now look at me. Nobody gossips about someone they're not envious of. so if somebody next to you gets a new car you need to look at that and don't go wow they probably could pay that because they don't tie now listen let me say this for those that are watching by stream this is the friendliest church you'll ever want to meet can i have it an amen and i'm not teaching this because i've heard of that anybody's gossip or anything like that I, th- that's not the case I, I in fact i haven't heard anybody gossiping we are a really friendly place but I'm 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 giving you warning because the devil can, can the devil comes in as an angel of light. He don't come in in red long johns. Amen? But if somebody gets a new car, don't gossip about that. Don't backbite about that. Get excited. Because if you gossip, somebody gets a new house, somebody gets a new job. Somebody gets this. Somebody don't gossip about that. Don't backbite about that. Because if you do, it doesn't stop the blessing in their life, but when you wake up, all of a sudden your car's broke down, you've lost your job, and we go, "Why?" Well, be, well let me put it in this case: if I if I slander a ministry, whether it's true or not true, listen to me, it's none of my business, and I don't believe any of this stuff they're saying is true. But I'm saying whether something out there, I hear something about you. If I hear something about you, I'm going to pray for you. I'm not going to preach on you. Are you getting this thing? It gets better, though. Look at it. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are. Now, look at this. Here, Here, right with murderers and idolaters. And fornicators are whisperers. Backbiters. Somebody said, you know, I'd have grown angel wings a long time ago if everybody hadn't been backbiting. (laughs) But isn't it amazing that he puts in the same category whisperers, backbiters, haters of God in the same category. Why? Because we can't say we love God If we don't love our neighbor, how many of you are perfect? (laughs) How would you like God to put everything you have done wrong or presumed wrong? How would you like to have that put in the newspaper? We don't get involved with that kind of stuff. Amen. Look what it says. Violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. Inventors of evil things. Disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knows the righteous judgment of God. That those who practice such things are deserving of death. Now you've got to understand what God is saying here. God's not going to if you if you if if I gossip, thank God, God's not going to kill me. But it will kill the blessing. If I gossip, God's not going to kill me. How would you like everybody that has gossiped this week for God to kill right now? I'd have to pioneer all over again. But it will. Say it will. It will kill the blessing. It'll kill the blessing. And so God puts in this category. See, we, we've not been taught, we don't understand this great mystery. But as I bring you back to your Jewish roots, you're going to begin to understand that, yeah, all right, we're, we're, we know that we don't worship idols. We know that we don't fornicate. I need at least a couple of amens in Dallas here. But we now know also that we don't whisper we don't gossip we don't backbite because once you understand the Hebrew mind of this then we understand how serious this is and we wake up in the morning we go where did this problem grow from and maybe it's the words or the seeds that we planted how many believe if you're doing cocaine it may hinder the blessing how many believe if you're sleeping with someone you're not married to, it may... Hin- Amen? I know all the... I know, listen, I've been in this a long time. I know all... Oh, we're in love. No, you're in lust. Psalms 15, verse 1. Okay? Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Now look at that. How many want your prayers answered? I may have wondered, Lord, it I, doesn't seem like my prayers are getting answered. Here is the here is here is a answer. Who can come in? Well, I'm washed in the blood. Lord, teach us how to pray. When you pray, say, Our Father, Lord, in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Forgive us our trespasses as we, on the condition that we forgive them. We can be born again and not get our prayers answered. If someone's wronged you and you don't forgive them, then God even though you're saved, it him, it hinders you from going into the throne room of God. right? Okay, the same thing. who can abide in your, who can come in and have their prayers answered? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly, works righteous, does good deeds, looks for the chance to do a good deed, speaks the truth with his heart, He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up reproach against his friend. Now, I'll get into some of those others later. But here, who can go in and say, Lord, I need a new job. I need a house. I need a breakthrough. He who does not gossip. So one of the great mysteries... Is that man? We come to church and 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 man, we we don't sleep around anymore, we don't we don't do drugs anymore, but we're gossiping and backbiting, and this keeps us from having our prayers heard and answered by the voice of God. The Talmud says that God will not tolerate in his presence. The Talmud is a is a uh, um explanation of the Bible in Hebrew. And it says, God will not tolerate in his presence a gossip. So even though the curtain was ripped open and we're to come boldly before the throne of God, if we are gossiping, if I'm gossiping, and I go before the Lord and I say, Come on, Lord, we, we, we need some land, we need to build a building, whatever. God says, I can't tolerate you in my presence. Why? I didn't do anything. Oh, yes, you did. You're trying to murder your friend. Well, it's getting quiet in here. This is not for this church, this is so you can help somebody else. If you have your Bibles, uh, Deuteronomy 27. And I'm going to show you something. God says here, look at it very top. It says, cursed be the one who attacks his neighbor secretly. Now, who's cursing us? We are. We are. God said, now, now I'm not attacking my neighbor secretly. Really? You're gossiping in front of them? No, you do it behind their back. Now look at, look at me, look at me. This is just as true as John 3, 16. Everybody say cursed. cursed. If, we're, if we're talking behind our neighbor's back, God said that we have brought a curse upon ourselves. Look at the next scripture down below it. Leviticus 19 says, you shall not go about as a talebearer." Among your people. He's talking about even in the house of God. Now I know I listen, I, I'm not teaching this because we have a problem here, but I'm I'm teaching this so we can go to the next level. You shall not go about as a tailbearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor, I am the Lord. You know what that means? Not only shall you not be a talebearer. A gossiper, but you shall not be a listener. Not even a listener. Don't even listen to it. How many have ever heard of Smith Wigglesworth? One of the great, great, great men of God raised 32 or 33 people from the dead. He wouldn't even allow the newspaper into his home. Because he didn't want the the, the the bad news in his home, he wanted only the good news. Now, remember, faith comes by what? Yeah. That could be positive faith. That could be negative faith. People ask me all the time, "Did you hear the news?" And I really don't listen to the news too much. You know what I was told one time? Uh, long, long story short, just popped in my mind. A friend, uh, two of my friends and I were climbing these cliffs over in Missouri, and one of my friends fell about sixty feet. And, and almost tore his leg off and I'd been a Boy Scout, believe it or not, I'd been a Boy Scout and uh, tied a tourniquet to his leg and I car- we carried him, I carried him out and, and the doctor said it saved his life and so the, the dad went to the newspaper. You know what the newspaper said? He said, good stories don't sell. You know, Tiz and I pastored for six years in Australia and the six years we were gone, when we came back, we noticed something. TV ads and, and everything became real negative in America. Campaign, campaign is not about what I'm going to do. Campaign's about smearing somebody else. And that spirit, the iniquity of the fathers, unfortunately come onto the children. And so God says, don't only be a you know let me, say, let me ask you something. What's a gun dealer sell? What's a dope dealer sell? What's a gossip, a tale bearer sell? Gossip. 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 We're selling something that will destroy someone's business, someone's finances, someone's good name, someone's character, someone's family. And God said, don't be deceived. When you wake up in the morning, you're reaping what you sowed. We're going to break every one of these curses today. Somebody say amen. But we need to understand that. Look at the next one down there. Exodus 23. You shall not circulate a false report. Do not put your hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. A lot of people don't know how to talk without gossiping. Change the subject. Don't let them bring a curse into your home. Don't let them put that seed into your spirit. Amen. Don't even hang around with it. Turn to, turn to subject. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Yeah, I heard they're great men of God. I heard they've taught the Word of God. I heard millions of people have gotten saved and t- touched by the power of God. Do you hear about the neighbor? Yeah, I heard they got a brand new car. I heard their kids are all serving God. I heard their kids are getting out of jail turn the negative into a positive and you'll break the curse and release the blessing. Can I have an amen? Amen. Can I give you a little bit more? Proverbs 6 verse 16. How many know God's a good God? So if God says, God who who loved me so much that while I was a dope dealer, dope grower, dope chewer, dope dope seller, dope Eater, dope smoker. That's why they call it dope. Amen? Nobody buys a bag of smart. While I was all of that, God loved me so much, He set me up to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if this God of unbelievable love and compassion on you and I points out to something I hate, it's really something we need to pay attention to. Look what he says in Proverbs 6. These six things the Lord hates. And the seventh is an abomination. Now I'm not even sure what abomination means, but if it's beyond hate, it's not what I want in my life. He says, a proud look. Pride cometh before a fall. Can I have an amen? Amen. A lion tongue. A lion tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that deceives wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies. And one who sows discord amongst the brethren. Listen, it doesn't matter if the person's Baptist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, Pentecostal holiness, faith in God. Listen, none of us are doing it all right. Well, w- one is, but we won't mention that name. None of it. If any of us were perfect, me, you, they, them, if any of us were perfect, we'd be like isn't Enoch who was and then was not, but we still is, so we ain't. That's why Jesus said, he who is without sin, cast the first stone. Amen? Amen? And so somebody in the church or somebody in your family or somebody in your job or somebody in your neighborhood or somebody in the ministry or somebody, somebody says something about them, you need to not be part of that curse, but you need to reverse that curse And whatever negative they say, say something positive so that that thing doesn't come on you. Because God said, I hate those who run swift to evil. Have you heard something? (laughs) Have you? What have you heard? Huh? Huh? What have you heard? Oh, you got something new on somebody. What have you heard? I feel like Groucho marks. And those who sow discord. I feel good today. I feel good today. You know, here's a, here's a bizarre thought. Christians ought to be nice people. We ought not think the worst. We ought to think the best of people. Can I have an amen? Can I give you one, one more? Let me just read it for you. Proverbs 21, 23 says, Whoever guards his mouth... Keeps his own soul from trouble. Whoever guards his mouth... One more scripture and then we'll go. James chapter 3. We've, we've gone long, but I apologize. But James chapter 3. How many, are, how many are understanding the mysteries of the kingdom? Look at James chapter 3, verse 3. Indeed we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder, our tongue. Now look at me. The rudder on a ship, uh, I've never been on one, but those big ocean liners that are bigger than football fields and stuff, that whole thing is steered by a tongue. That's, That's where they came up with that out of this. That's why they call it that. Now look at this. They are turned by such a very small tongue. Now look at my body is well over 200 pounds. And what turns my life into the rocks and the storm or into the safe harbor is my rudder. Same thing with you. Here we have the shipwreck and here we have safe waters. And the thing, it's already been paid for the safe water. Your harbor, your docking fee has already been paid in full. And what we're going to do is we're going to guide you away from the rocks and into the safe harbor. Now look at this. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire kindles? The tongue, a little. uh, How many have ever seen a forest fire on TV or a forest fire? Usually started by one little match burned everything down the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity the tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets it on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell in other words uh, look at if if i'm in the hands of the carpenter i'm going to build people up if i'm in the hands of the destroyer i'm going to tear people down my tongue determines or my tongue proves whose hands I'm in. So if my words are, are, if I'm jealous or I'm envious and my words tear down the ministry, then it shows whose hands I'm in. I'm, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be a time when I stand before the Lord. I, I try to do everything right at teaching the Word of God. I try, I, and there's some day I'm going to be walking down the streets of heaven with Jesus he's going to have his arm around me and he's going to say, Larry, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Lord. You did your best. Thanks, Lord. But, you know, let me show you something. He's going to open, he's going to remove that, that, that dark glass and I'm going to go, Oh, man! Wasn't even close on that one, was I, Lord? There's none of us doing it perfect. So let's put a guard on our mouth. Because if I judge you, then, you, then, then God's going to judge me. Isn't that right? Now look at this. Let me finish this. Verse 7. For every kind of beast and every bird and every reptile, and every creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. He is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. No man, let me explain this. Well, if nobody can tame it, no man outside of a child of God. Can I tell you something? The world expects you and I to be different. And they have a right to expect that. Because we're not in this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We have Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who paid by His blood and sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God lives in every one of us. And he is a kind God, and a good God, and a loving God, and a forgiving God, and a merciful God, and a compassionate God. Not a judging God. How would you, how would you like tomorrow for, for the Lord to say, uh, I'm going to use you as an example. Would you come up, and I'm going to play your whole last year. Every private moment, every... Good night, everybody. But no man can tame the tongue outside of a child of God. It is unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the image of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessings and curses, my brethren. These things ought not be so. And from now on... All God's people said, amen. amen. Now, I want every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. And I'm not even going to look myself. No television cameras, please, on the people. Just, just put it on me. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm not going to look. Only, only God is going to look. No No Holy Ghost peeking. Everyone here today that says, Lord, I want to break every curse. Every negative seed that I've sown by gossiping, by tailbearing, by whispering, no cameras on the people, even those that are watching by television, those that are watching at home, God's, I'm telling you, you're going to wake up tomorrow and things are going to be brighter, better, healthier, happier, more prosperous, because we're going to kill that weed right now. I want that curse broken. I want you to put your hand up and put it right back down right now in the name of Jesus. Listen. This is one of the great mysteries of the kingdom of God. Where did this bad luck come from? It's not bad luck. If you sow wheat, what are you gonna get? If you sow marijuana, what's gonna grow? People, People that are just tuning on television right now go, what the heck was that? What channel am I on? The agricultural channel. Must be out of California. I'm watching, the honey, get in here. This preacher's teaching them how to grow marijuana. Now that you're watching, stay tuned. Because we're about to kill them weeds. I can't wait to get a letter from somebody who said, I was flipping through and you go, if you're growing marijuana... And you're going, to write, you're going to write me a letter. you got those marijuana plants growing under those artificial lights in your basement. God, there's a, there is a warrant that's going to be served on you. Go down and destroy them right now. Give your life. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Give your life to Jesus. And God is going to save you from that. And I want you to write me and let me know exactly what happened. Amen. Say this out loud. Father, Father I, break, I break every, every curse. curse. Every negative seed seed of my words words that I have planted. That curse is reversed right now in Jesus' name. From this moment on, the door door. to the devil devil. is shut and sealed sealed. by the blood. blood. All seven places, my prayers will now be answered in full. If you're ready, give the Lord a clap offering. Amen.